SAFM. Prime time all day long. Definitely prime time all day long. And uh, yes, I had a bit of uh, gremlins happening, but the gremlins are now gone. It's a uh, quarter past 11 and it's time for us uh, to talk about uh, the KZN's uh, budget vote that was delivered by um, Honorable uh, Councillor Nomusa Dube Ngube, who is KZN's finance MEC. Uh, very good morning, Mam um, Nomusa Dube Ngube. It's such a great pleasure to be talking to you. Hi, good morning, Patricia. Good morning to your listeners. I'm so grateful that we're having this opportunity to talk about KZN, a province that I call home. And I think the last time you and I had interactions, I was on the other radio station. And we did did a lot of um, uh, (laughs) going around the province. And uh, it's it's a great pleasure that today we are honored with you um, telling us about the budget. Can you talk to us about the difference between the main budget that you presented in March and this current one? Yes, um, thank you very much for having us. Um, the, the budget um, that we presented are now uh, in May um, as the budget for the Department of Treasury, um, which is um, both um, six budget. Uh, the one that we presented in March was the dep- um, the budget for the whole government, which is um, 300 billion um, for the whole government of KwaZulu Natal, 15 departments um, in total. Um, and now what is going to be happening is that um, each one now of those government departments are going to be now detailing as to how they're going to be spending um, that money uh, from that $300 billion that we presented um, in March. Um, even ourselves as a treasury, we now we're presenting as to how now we are going to ensure that the monies that um, uh, we've been trusted, we've been entrusted with, um, are spent efficiently and effectively by um, all the government departments. Um, for instance, what we have committed ourselves um, this time around is that from the Auditor General's report, um, um, it is going to form the basis for the support um, that we're going to be giving to um, provincial departments and municipality as treasury. Uh, we've also committed ourselves that um, in the internal controls um, processes um, needs to be tightened up uh, by departments um, as well as ourselves, uh, provincial treasury um, and municipalities and public entities to ensure that um, there's a long-term um, sustainability of the audit improvement uh, plans uh, but also that um, the, the the reports um, arising from our internal audit um, that gets done um, regularly, um, those issues are addressed so that by the time the Auditor General come, at least those issues that have been raised in the internal control, internal audits um, have been, uh, you know, reported and have been dealt with um, in time um, as, as sort of um, the early warning systems, as it were. Um, so that is our department's going to be doing that. We've also committed ourselves that, um, you know, we, we need to ensure that uh, departments and units such as the supply chain management uh, uh, unit staff are trained efficiently if we are to enhance our bla- our broad-based uh, black economic, uh, you know, um, you know, empowerment because we feel that um, we have a 
small businesses um, and, 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 and cooperatives that are saying we're not getting uh, government work, we're not being supported by government, but we find that the reason sometimes is because even from the beginning, um, you know, when the uh, um, you know, procurement is being done by the government from the pre-qualification stage or from the stage when these, um, this work is being advertised, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole uh, preparation of that work or even the spec for that work is not done in a way that favors the small uh, businesses or the, the SMMEs. So we need to ensure that our, 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 our staff in all the departments, uh, in, in, in the municipalities are trained um, to ensure that they do understand, but also that we conform with the, with, with the laws uh, of the country. We've also committed ourselves that uh, we need to ensure that uh, the budget spending uh, by the departments and the in-year monitoring, which is um, the month-to-month, um, you know, spending um, that is done, um, the cash position that is um, that we we, we record uh, from departments is monitored in a way that says. Um, are government departments spending where they are supposed to spend? MEC, I'd like us to, to, to take a break. And then mm. we'll be back. I think let's put more emphasis on the monitoring because this is mm. one of the things that your speech tabled, that mm. monitoring is very important, yeah. especially for the public purse. And uh, we, we, we know how, you know, we are currently grappling with corruption and allegations of corruption. But you have said that monitoring is quite important. So I want us to give us much attention. So for our A-teamers who are listening right now, we are talking to Wazulu Natal's MEC for Finance, Nomusa Dube Ngube, and uh, she's uh, outlining um, uh, the budget vote th- that she has recently delivered. Please do interact with us by calling in on 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 41391 and on social media platforms at SFM Radio at Patricia N. Ndouli. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We are continuing with our discussion with uh, MEC, Guazul uh, Natal's MEC for Finance, Nomusa Dube Ngobe. Now, uh, before the break, MEC, you were talking about, uh, you know, the importance of monitoring and uh, the importance of the public purse being mm. monitored and the spending being allocated correctly. Can you mm. please elaborate on that? Yes, um, we, we, we have spoken about um, ensuring that we establish the monitoring and evaluation um, uh, units um, that are going to be uh, very strong in helping us to ensure that um, the monies that are going to various departments, uh, we do have the monitoring and evaluation tool that will ensure that um, those monies are going to where they are supposed to go. But also we need to ensure that if Government A um, is saying uh, we're building um, houses uh, or we're building schools or we're building a bridge, are we able to, as a, as a Department uh, of Finance, are we able to go and actually see that that bridge is there? Is that bridge, um, you know, is there value for money? Um, has that money, if a, gov- a, a Department A is saying we've spent 100% of our money, um, has that money been spent where it is supposed to be spent? Um, has, is there value for money? Um, is it um, is, is it improving, you know, the lives of the people? Um, and we can only do that if we have a monitoring and evaluation that will be able to help us to go and see and test 
whether the money has been spent where um, the department said they will spend the money on. Because at the moment, we only rely on the reports that we receive from departments. We only, re- you know, rely on the on the tools um, that are there from the departments themselves. Uh, we do not have our own, uh, you know, tools um, except for working with the departments. But if we were to have, like, um, this monitoring and evaluation uh, unit um, that will go and even test with the users to say, are the, the you know, the, um, the, the services that you are receiving, is it the service that you are comfortable with? Is it the service that you are happy with? So that we can also see how we can improve our government service delivery, you know, machinery um, as, 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 the, as government as a whole. So that when we go back and do our research and do, uh, you know, our feedback to the government, we can say, look, uh, we, we think as a government we need to improve these areas. Our users are saying um, maybe we can spend better here. Maybe we can spend more the side. Um, and that's the role we think uh, we can add value um, as the Department of Treasury uh, in the province. And in your speech, you also mentioned five programs. I'd like you to briefly highlight these five programs, but also specifically uh, pay more attention to the internal audit and municipal financial management, which are both Achilles heels in the expenditure governance and audit. Yes, um, we we have um, uh, five programs, as you correctly say, um, in the in, in the department. Um, uh, one of which, uh, one of uh, or one of them is uh, municipal finance, which is responsible for um, supporting um, municipalities. Uh, uh, in terms of municipal finance, in terms of municipal public finance management, uh, in ensuring that uh, we we help municipalities uh, in 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 their financial uh, you know management. Um, so we here we are also saying that uh, we need to really pay uh, specific attention uh, in supporting municipalities uh, with their spending in terms of, uh, you know, the high irregular expenditure that we see in municipalities. But we've said here that, again, uh, we need to use the Auditor General's report um, as a basic for the support that we need to give to municipalities. But we've also said here that we need to use more, um, you know, technology uh, in terms of monitoring um, and working with municipalities as well as the provincial governments because our more reliance on the papers um, does not help more and much in our oversight as government um, and the provincial treasury because you'll find that sometimes if you do not have uh, proper papers, if you do not have proper accounting, uh, you are not even able to do the assessment. But if we use more technology, uh, you know, there will be even be less of corruption, there will be less of, uh, you know, uh, people telling you that they can't find these invoices, they can't find these documents uh, if we're using more of technology. So we think that, uh, you know, we really need to introduce more technology in the way that uh, we are working with government departments in, in avoiding or in minimizing risk. Uh, in the way that we are working with government departments. Uh, but also in the assurance um, areas uh, in terms of uh, the risk uh, management and the internal um, uh, audit uh, units that we're working with uh, both um, the uh, provincial departments uh, as well as municipalities. Um, here we are saying that uh, we, re- we really need to 
uh, work with the provincial and um, the municipalities uh, in ensuring that uh, our our internal um, audits uh, are working um, very hard uh, in uh, detecting early warning systems uh, so as to ensure that we work towards the clean audit. Um, It's gone are the days when really we should still be at this day and age having fruitless expenditure, wasteful expenditure, irregular expenditure that is continuously, you know, uh, going up uh, instead of uh, decreasing Um, because there are a a lot of uh, tools that we should be using. Um, You know, we're talking about assurance services uh, sub-program, that internal um, audit uh, framework that has been developed uh, by our province, uh, being led, uh, uh, you know, working with the Office of the Premier, um, uh, ensuring that um, we designate, uh, you know, um, a skills um, that will ensure that uh, our departments uh, in the annual financial statement for all the provincial departments prior to the submission to the Auditor General, um, we conduct those internal control measures. Um, and review all the compliances uh, of the supply chain management and the prescripts in order to assist uh, both the departments and the municipalities with areas of non-compliance um, uh, so that uh, we decrease the irregular uh, and fruitless expenditures. So these are some of the areas that um, we really want to um, work and tighten up um, at the at, at the provincial treasury uh, with uh, the budget um, that uh, we have been given. Of course, the other area is to ensure that we use more of our own, um, you know, ex- expertise and skills, working with the professional bodies, um, uh, and uh, ensure that uh, we do not uh, use uh, uh, more of. Uh, external, uh, you know, um, uh, institutions uh, such as the consultants, uh, but we use more internal uh, people um, and have our skilled uh, workforce um, to do the work um, so that they are able to go to departments, they are able to go to municipalities, then relying on consultants. Um, If we talk about, um, you know, capacitated, uh, uh, you know, state, uh, we talk about um, skilled workforce um, that is able to have units um, that are thriving to ensure that there is delivery, there is assurance, there is support um, to all the areas um, uh, that uh, are ensuring that um, without a shadow of doubt, our audit management systems um, are available and they are uh, proof read um, to ensure um, that uh, all the assurance um, areas um, by um, the auditees are without uh, compromised and they are not compromised um, of their independence. Uh, so these are some of the areas really that uh, we want to be uh, working on um, as the department. Well, uh, we will continue with this discussion with you, MEC, straight after the news headlines. And I'd like to inform all our listeners that they can call in to ask questions or contribute on 011-714-2006. I see your WhatsApp voice notes and messages. We will get to them. You can also send yours on 0614-104-107. Let's go to Luyanda Maume for the news headlines. Thanks, Patricia. In your headlines, an urgent meeting has been called by the Free State Premier Sisintombela with leadership of the Mangawin Community Consent Residence Group. 
Bloemfontein was brought to a standstill yesterday due to protest action calling for the disbandment of the council and the removal of the city manager amid claims of maladministration. Ratings agency Moody's says South Africa's low economic growth rate and rising debt burden could see socio-economic tensions intensify and impede policy reforms. South Africa has one of the world's highest levels of income inequality. And research suggests that more than half of the plastic worldwide, which is used only once and then thrown away, can be traced back to just 20 companies. More than half the firms are based in Asia. Details on these and other stories at 12. Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Well, let's, uh, let me tell you what's going to be happening on uh, um, Update at Noon with Sakina Kamwendo. She's going to be talking about the 57-year-old security guard who is expected to appear in court today following the shooting of a teenage boy, um, 15-year-old, during the violent shutdown protest in Mangawung yesterday. This is going to be a very interesting one. And I know some of the listeners were saying it's police uh, um, officers who shot notes a security guard and he has been apprehended but will be appearing in uh, the courts uh, today. And uh, Sakina will also be talking about the Standing uh, standing Committee on Appropriations, uh, which is currently being briefed by the Social Development Department on the Appropriation Bill. Quite interested in this one, and uh, we will be looking at it very closely. Let's continue with our interactions here on uh, the talking point as we talk to the Guazulu Natal MEC for Finance, Nomusa. Uh, MEC, let, let's look at the infrastructure that has been identified as one of the key drivers of the economy, especially at this point in time where we are looking at, you know, recovering the economy of the nation and obviously of the Guazul-Natal province. I understand that uh, KZN is uh, benefiting quite a lot from the 12-year upgrade program uh, that was launched for the National Road, the N3. But are there any other projects that you can uh, tell us about that the provincial government is undertaking to prop up the economy? Yes, um, our premier is driving um, the um, economic um, uh, infrastructure program um, through the um, economic um, um, infrastructure, um, as you are correctly uh, saying. Um, we have um, in our department um, the Economic Infrastructure Analysis um, Unit, uh, which is also a unit that uh, seeks to um, assist and support uh, municipalities and the provincial departments, uh, where we, we house what we call the crack team, uh, which is responsible for assisting departments and, and public entities um, in the delivery of infrastructure programs. Uh, which focuses on projects that experiences uh, blockages and slow implementation. Um, this unit also, um, you know, helps uh, in terms of their continued uh, engagement with National Treasury, um, so as um, to ensure that our departments uh, benefit from um, the incentive grants. Um, uh, we've seen uh, our departments, uh, such as the Department of Health, Department of Education, benefiting from um, the incentive grant. And we know that to qualify for the incentive allocation, a department must attain an overall minimum of, um, you know, uh, more than 60 score. And both the Department of Education and Health in KwaZulu-Natal, uh, you know, in, in the previous years, 
you know, scored uh, more than 83%, and um, the Department of, of, uh, of Education scored 82%. Um, and this um, ended up with the Department of uh, Health uh, getting about uh, 63 million and Department of Education 78 million. And this was because of their goods spent on infrastructure, but also accounting um, that is done to the National Treasury on how they're spending their infrastructure money, but how also efficiently is their infrastructure spent. And um, this is what our department then also the provincial treasury does, working with the National Treasury uh, in preparing the relevant information in terms of the legislation, in particular, uh, Larry, um, the DORA um, with the National Treasury, um, that's what we do uh, in support of our provincial department. So there's quite a lot of projects that are earmarked, and uh, we are hoping that uh, we will be able to see um, uh, economic recovery in uh, the KZN province. Let me go to some of the messages that uh, our listeners have uh, sent. This A-teamer is uh, requesting for your direct contact numbers. Says, please, can we get direct contact for MEC Dube Ngube? Is that possible, MEC? Yes, there is um, a number. Um should I give it to you now? Oh, you can uh, go ahead. Finish? You can go ahead. It's um, 033-846-6800. Excellent. Excellent. So for those who want the direct number, that's the MEC's direct number. And then this message uh, comes from an anonymous um, as well via WhatsApp says, when will the SOE buildings such as the URF building in Esplanade be open to the public once again? It has been closed for a while. SOE buildings in and around Durban um, don't reflect good and they pose danger. And um, homeless people around the freeways are also quite um, a danger of uh, smash and grabs. Wonga Park vagrants that live under the bridge are also danger to themselves and to motorists. Yes, Patricia. Unfortunately, um, these will be the departments um, um, that um, the national departments like the UIF, as, as, as the call is saying, um, that would have been leasing a, a, a building um, and they moved out uh, for uh, particular reasons and maybe they are now leasing um, a building somewhere else or they've moved um, to another uh, government department uh, or maybe government prison. Um, as we, uh, as you know, that government is now um, really trying to promote that government departments should more and more utilize government buildings as opposed to, uh, you know, leasing privately owned a building so as to save um, a government money. And in, in the province of KwaZulu-Natal in particular, we've really started with this program for a while now that we're moving out of privately owned uh, buildings to, to public owned uh, buildings so as to save um, uh, public money. And another one here, it's an SMS. It says, uh, Durban City is horrible. Any budget for it? We pay more for going to malls. Please restore it. Yes, um, this is one of those um, areas where we, we, we really would um, 
appeal. I know that the mayor of um, Etiguini Municipality, Mayor Kaunda, is working really hard. I saw him even as, as, as late as last week, uh, cracking the whip on the officials that are not doing their work. I had him um, also talking about the consequence management, even, you know, reprimanding um, the municipal manager uh, for ensuring that uh, the officials that are not doing their work are brought to book. Um, so I would really encourage um, our, our, our citizens and our communities to report um, those areas where there is crime and grime um, so as to clean our cities. And it's really not um, a nice thing to see uh, where you see our cities are not looking nice and not looking clean and, and being an, an eyesore. I, I do uh, support that. And we will further relay that uh, message to the mayor. But I know uh, and I've seen that he himself was even doing some walkabout to ensure that what he is talking about He's also walking the talk. MEC, where do people report? As you have put it, uh, people should report if they see something that's an eyesore or that is not correct in and around their province. Or Where do they report? Well, they can report to to, to the municipalities, um, um, municipal, uh, at Tigrini municipality, um, you know, uh, or at the city hall, or any any municipal offices. I know Etigwini municipality also have a lot of uh, offices called uh, Sizagala, uh, where they can go and report there, or they can also call um, our our hotline, where you don't even need to say your number uh, as to who you are. You can just report. Uh, as an anonymous person, uh, even at the provincial office, uh, our premier through the integrity office. We also have uh, the the number that uh, people can call the integrity office of the premier and, and leave a, a message there and, and your complaint. And that um, complaint will be attended to. I will give a, mess, a, a number just now where people can call and leave um, those complaints um, the Etegwini number that um, people can call at it's a zero eight zero three double one double one double one zero eight zero three double one double one double one. That's Etegwini number. And uh, for the Integrity uh, Premier's office. Um, I will give the Premier's okay. office um, a number uh, just now, again, where they can call. Um, uh, they, uh, they, um, there's an integrity office there, even when they see corrupt officials or if uh, somebody's asking them uh, for uh, to do wrong things or they see somebody uh, doing anything wrong, they can call there. They don't need to say uh, their name. Uh, and report anonymously again uh, so that we can uh, really read our government uh, of uh, maladministration uh, and corruption. So and in- we really would like, because it, it, it's very wrong uh, for us to tolerate, uh, you know, government officials that are doing wrong things uh, when there are a lot of uh, government officials that are doing uh, uh, correct uh, things and and want to do uh, right by our communities. So we really would like to encourage that. And the the number from the Premier's office, it's 33 
um, and, and ensure that all the monies that are appropriated are spent in the correct uh, places. Obviously, um, we also now uh, are taking even more seriously the issues of how the monies are spent. Because it's not a question of just spending and just throwing money um, anywhere. It's about spending where the money is supposed to be spent. So we are also um, working with the mayors, working with the MECs to ensure that they understand what is called the EMEA monitoring, where we get uh, what we call the Section 71 reports, those uh, monthly reports that we get that tells us how is the spending going? We use those reports now to say, this is how your expenditure looks like. What is it that you are doing about it? Is your expenditure moving or it's not moving? When it is not moving, what is the problem? So that we can intervene in time and we are able to then assist and support those municipalities. So we, so we are taking serious uh, you know, um, attention um, to um, the expenditure of, of, of uh, provincial governments as well as uh, of municipalities to ensure that, um, you know, there are, uh, the expenditure is happening, but also um, that where there are blockages, um, that we give um, support and capacity um, to, to unlock um, those blockages. Another message here from Louis, who's in Somerset West. Louis says, election nearing. Patricia, not one bit convincing. I wish there was some evidence. Now, uh, uh, you know, MEC, I know we as South Africans have, have, have a bitter taste in our mouths with some of the alleged corruption that we are seeing and what happens in other municipalities and in other provinces. I mean, right now we are at the helm of the shutdown in Bloemfontein. As KZN, what are some of the wins when it comes to your budget from your last uh, fiscal to this one that you are tabling out? Some of the things that, that you can point out and say this has been achieved. Well, there's quite a number of uh, wins, uh, Patricia, that I can say, honestly. Um, In that, um, if you look at the past uh, five years, um, where we've moved, um, for instance, the um, electricity um, coverage uh, of our communities uh, from where we were uh, five years ago um, to be reaching, you know, um, uh, electricity coverage in the areas where people have never had electricity before. Uh, when we look on the water service, um, you know, coverage, uh, we've had a number of areas where people have never had, uh, you know, water before. Um, there's been uh, areas where um, people are now getting water. Um, if we look at uh, the infrastructure such as housing, uh, if you look at, um, you know, um, the uh, projects uh, such as the economic um, reconstruction um, that uh, the, the I spoke about earlier, um, the premier launched um, the 300 million, uh, which is part of the economic uh, reconstruction um, that we are talking about um, as a province that is going to be helping um, to uh, particularly the small businesses um, that we know we had a seat um, during the COVID time um, to recover uh, from from the COVID um, their small businesses. So I do not. I think these are tangible 
um, things that we're talking about, where we've even uh, partnered with the private sector, um, private sector opening um, their doors to partnering with the small and medium enterprises by replacing commodities where before things that were bought in China, in India, in other countries, um, they are now sourcing them from local you know, um, businesses. And we as government assisting those local businesses with um, a small uh, you know, support and, 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 and loans um, to be able to start up their businesses so that they can take advantage uh, of those uh, business opportunities. Um, so there are really those tangibles that we can talk about. On the infrastructure spend, um, again, we can talk about uh, tangible infrastructure uh, spend uh, where we can see the black industrialists um, that have been uh, you know, established in KwaZulu-Natal um, that now own their own businesses, uh, whether it's in Dubai Trade Port, whether it's in Richards Bay Port, um, whether it's in, in um, Newcastle and uh, the, 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 the whole belt of um, the, the, the clothing and textile, um, a number of projects that we've seen there, um, tangible projects of uh, cooperatives that are now uh, are startups uh, for themselves that we can see these are new, new businesses that have started um, to work and yield results for our communities. But also a lot of young people um, that have taken advantage of this, um, you know, um, economic uh, reconstruction um, and recovery uh, fund um, where a, a lot of young people have uh, opened their, uh, their businesses through this funding and they are now, you know, getting into the mainstream economy and doing their own businesses. And these are some of the tangibles that we are talking about um, as KZN. Let's go to one of our callers, Scully, who's in KZN. Scully, good morning. Good morning to you, um, Cathy. Cathy, my take is... It's man- Patricia, Scully. Thank you, thank you. Um, about the waste removals, we used to have um, uh, orange bags for cardboard and see-through bags for bottles, that's no more. That made it so, you know, to separate your waste, um, and that's no more. It, it's, it's, it's not a good sight huh, when, anymore because all bottles and, 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 and cardboards go into the one bag, and sometimes they take it, sometimes they don't take it. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a good sight. Thank you for taking my call, Cathy. Thank you, Scully. Um, so, uh, MEC, can you respond on the refuse bags? Is, is this something within your reach? Um, I wouldn't know which, which area will be this. I'm sure it might have been Etegwini Municipality. Um, I would have thought that they did have um, uh, that uh, different uh, plastic bag. But I know also that um, we've had a program... Um, uh, through the waste uh, removal, um, the presidential uh, program um, that is um, uh, called the Good Green Deeds, um, which is a program uh, called um, the Separation from Source, where we encouraging particularly the recycling uh, of uh, uh, waste removal so that uh, people do not need to, you know, throw anything um, where we promote the buyback centers um, that people can actually 
make a lot of money um, from papers, from boxes, from plastics, from anything actually um, uh, by putting it in different uh, plastic or even if it's not in different plastics. Um, but you take those and go and sell um, your waste, um, you know, from home and, and, and make money. Mm. Um, and that money uh, goes to what we call buyback centers. And the buyback centers uh, use um, that waste um, for uh, recycling. And the recycling um, also teaches people um, different skills and also creating jobs. Um, with that um, recycling material. MEC, um, before we, we, we wrap up, uh, there's something that was quite intriguing for me. The fact that in your speech, you spoke a lot about Mama Charlotte Makeke and, um, you know, th- there are some lessons that we can learn from her and her leadership. Talk to us about those. Yes, I, I did um, speak about um, this, Patricia, because I thought that... Um, you know, um, the the drawing um, our lessons uh, from the year um, as the um, African National Congress has uh, declared 2021 the year um, of uh, this, uh, uh, you know, leader, uh, Charlotte Makreke. And the leader who was um, at the trust um, into the jaws of apartheid, and despite this, she made it her mission to rescue our country from oppression and create a new democratic society. And I said that, um, you know, based on this rich, um, you know, struggle credentials of Umama Charlotte Matlege, I believe that um, those of us who are in the position of leadership have got um, only one gospel song that we need to sing um, that may possibly be the way um, that we sing it differently. Um, that we should be singing the gospel of economic freedom for all. Um, and that um, we really um, need to have uh, the ethos of selflessness in the service of our people um, that should continue to inspire all of us and, and, and that all of us should strive to make the lives of our people better um, and the sacrifices uh, of our fallen heroes and heroines um, because many of them, you know, were never even able to become parliamentarians or even councillors or, or even enjoy this democracy that we are enjoying today, um, but had to die um, for us to be where we are. And our commitment now is to ensure that the investments um, in strengthening the moral integrity of those who are involved um, in working um, with government money and in working for government and working for communities. And that also we, we, we should, as elected representatives, as well as employees across the spheres, um, you know, um, uh, take the work of our communities as sacrosanct, as a privilege of, of, of being entrusted uh, by our communities um, you know, and understanding that suffering um, uh, of our population and understanding where our country is coming from. And I said that um, we dare not really betray um, this trust that is bestowed um, on us uh, by our electorate. And I believe, 
um, that, um, you know, we need to promote the integrity to combat the corruption. And, and also our communities, um, they shouldn't tolerate corruption. They shouldn't uh, tolerate um, the laziness. And, and they should report, uh, you, know, uh, you know, corrupt officials and, and, and maladministration. And, and we should uh, look at um, uh, the leaders like Uboma, Mushalot, Matreke, and many of our leaders um, and be inspired to understand that when we stand in the shoulders of this giant, um, we really cannot do anything but make them proud wherever they are that we are indeed doing what they want to see us doing, which is to make this country prosper, to make um, um, our communities to live in a better South Africa on a day-to-day basis. MEC, thank you so very much for joining us. It was a great pleasure. Thank you so much, Patricia, and thank you to your viewers or your listeners as well. Well, I'd like to thank you all, A-Team listeners, and the team that I got the privilege of working with, uh, Patrick on Technical, Lebu, and Gwenzagile, who are the content producers and bosses of this show. Um, it's time for us to go to Sakina Kamwendo with uh, the update at noon. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.